You are listening to The Happy Gynecologist with your host, Amanda Miles, MD. Hey y'all, welcome back to The Happy Gynecologist, episode number 49, When to Make a Change. And just as a fair warning today, y'all, I am post-call and I'm a little tired today, so... Just like many of you are out there, I'm sure, um, as part of this life, I definitely plan on going to bed very, very early, actually, right after I um, finish recording this, but I'm probably um, going to be stuttering over my words a little bit or or sounding a little sleepy, probably. I don't know. Who knows? We're going to see how this goes. This is this is like B-minus work right here, okay? So if I sound uh, a little different today, it may just be that I'm, I'm uh, post-call having a little having a little hard time. Okay. (laughs) But I know you guys um, can relate and I love you for it. So thanks. (laughs) I have to tell you though, whenever I got home, um, my, my youngest daughter, um, my three-year-old twin girl actually was talking about me being on call. She's like, mama, you home? I said, yes, I am home. And she said, mama, did you bring me a baby home that you helped get out of one of those mommy's tummies? And I was just thought, that is just so cute. Like, I just love how kids think of things. Like, they just think that that's, that's how babies come home, you know? Um, and they think that what we do is really cool, but also like super normal. Like maybe that's how all the mommies get the babies to come home. <laughs> I don't know. I just thought you guys would think that's funny. So before we get started, I want to tell you that I'll soon be hosting another free live training on Sunday, September 26th at 8 p.m. Central. And I want to teach you about what burnout costs us. We are are going to kind of dive in about, you know, all the ways that burnout may be negatively affecting you or your life, uh, you know, especially the ways that maybe you didn't even know it. So I'm going to kind of clue you in on what those things might be and how to change it. So um, as we talk about change today, we want to change burnout. (laughs) So I'll also tell you about enrollment for the October Happy Gynecologist group. If you're interested, you can stick around to the end to get all the details for that. Otherwise, just hop off when you're ready. Okay. And to register, you have to register so I can send you the Zoom link and the replay in case you get called to go do a delivery. Right. And so you have to go to coach dash miles dot com forward slash training and you have to put your name and email in so I can send you the invite and the replay afterwards securely okay I know that part's annoying but that helps honestly helps keep things safe okay (laughs) so today we're going to be talking about when to make a change and I think that this comes up for many of us because whenever we're unhappy we tend to want to change all the things okay Um, whether that's simple things or that's big things like big decisions um, about our jobs like um, fixing the schedule or changing the schedule um, changing the call rotation changing you know um, whether you do OB at all whether you go GYN only changing whether you want to become you know just a hospitalist right and so there's so many changes that that we you know have the option for which is amazing but there are are often times where we tend to try and make changes to feel better. And so I want to tell you kind of how I was whenever I was in the thick of my burnout. I kept looking to change all the things around me for the better, okay? I changed my clinic schedule, right? So I tried to, you know, put 
you know, more space in between new patients or take less new patients. Um, I tried to, you know, see less number of patients. Um, I tried doing blocks of GYN and blocks of OB, you know. Um, I tried all kinds of things with my clinic schedule, and I spent a lot of time trying to figure out what was, you know, the best schedule, right? I, um, in my clinic, I hired more help, right? Hired a second nurse and uh, to see if that would fix things. I, um, I changed the, the call rotation, right? Um, I took less call. Um, I, then I, you know, after I did all that, I didn't get very far. I still felt pretty crummy and burnt out. So I actually quit my job, right? Uh, I think I've told you guys that before. I quit my job because I thought that that was, you know, the cause of this. And so then I took even less call at my new job. I got, you know, all kinds of amazing things going for me at my new job. Um, I got a scribe. I um, still found myself trying to control my clinic schedule and change it and, um, and figure out, you know, what other things I could do to, to quote unquote, fix my problem. Right. And so it was super disheartening to me to, to realize that even after switching jobs and taking less call and not having charts to do, that I still felt like dirt most of the time. <laughs> I thought that, that that would be the answer. So when I still felt crappy, then I started blaming medicine in general for how I felt, right? And so the problem with this is I was blaming all of the things external to me for how I felt inside. I wasn't really taking responsibility for the part that I was playing in that, frankly, because I didn't even know I played a part in it until I started getting coached. And my coach taught me that my thoughts about my surroundings create my feelings. You know, my job doesn't create my feelings. I do, right? And so it's not the work environment. It's not the call. It's not the clinic schedule that I spent hours and hours trying to quote unquote perfect. It was my thoughts about all those things. Because all of those things are just neutral things. They're just neutral circumstances, right? So Remember that the call schedule is meaningless until my brain assigns meaning to it. So one of you guys out there listening may look at a call schedule of one, one in six call and think, yuck, that's too much, right? Feel like, oof, no, that's terrible. <laughs> Whereas someone that's taking one in two call may think that one in six call sounds amazing, right? That sounds awesome. And you know, the only difference in these, you know, two people and how they feel about one in six call is the thoughts they have about it, right? Because the meaning that they assign this neutral circumstance of one in six call. So when I thought that my clinic schedule was causing me to feel overwhelmed and I reduced the number of patients, it was actually just my interpretation <laughs> of of, you know, work being, you know, I had this thought that was, this is all too much. I had that thought so many times. And whenever I would think that, and even if I think that now, I would feel, and I do feel if I think that, overwhelmed, right? So when I reduced how many patients I had, I still felt overwhelmed because I still had this thought on speed dial in my brain. <laughs> and it was a shitty thought. I didn't know that at the time it was because of this thought, right? I didn't know that I was thinking in a shitty way, leading me to have a shitty experience. 
I didn't really consider what my thoughts were ever. So this is the part where awareness is really such a huge game changer. When you gain awareness of what is going on in your head and what thoughts you have on speed dial or on repeat, that's when you really start to notice, hey, whenever I think that, I feel overwhelmed and my day really sucks, right? Because, you know, I would think that even if I had, you know, if I had 30 patients on the schedule or if I had 15 patients on the schedule, I would have that thought of this is all just too much. And I would feel miserable, like I was drowning in work uh, because I kept thinking this is all too much. And once I changed jobs, I took less call, got a scribe, and still felt like dirt, I realized I got to make a change that is different. (laughs) So I tried to change all the things around me, right? I knew what I was doing wasn't working. So when I started working with a life coach, that's the first thing I started doing was gaining awareness of what my thoughts actually were. So I started doing this by just like writing down my thoughts daily, like just spending 10 minutes, five to 10 minutes, and just writing those thoughts down um, for five five to 10 minutes, just kind of scribbling them out or even typing. Sometimes I would just type and type and type everything floating around in my head. And the best part about doing this is by writing them down, not only was I gaining awareness and noticing all the different things floating around my brain, but I was also activating the prefrontal cortex part of my brain, which helps me get out of burnout. Okay, so even just being mindful of what's going on in your head helps you get out of burnout. Okay, so thinking about your own thinking helps you get out of burnout because you can only do that from your prefrontal cortex, right? So what I quickly began to realize was that I was trying to change all the things around me to make me feel better. I was trying to solve this internal problem with an external solution. And let me tell you, I wasted so much time doing this. I would spend hours, like hours and hours, looking at my office schedule template and, you know, trying to perfect it and change it. I would spend way too much time spinning out in the mental drama of trying to change everything around me to feel better. So once I started to recognize that feeling overwhelmed was because of the way that I was thinking, it started to click that I didn't have to feel overwhelmed at all. Because remember, I would feel that way no matter what the number of the patients were on my schedule for that day, right? Because the number of patients on your schedule is just like a neutral number. It's just a fact. Someone could think that 30 is too much while another person thinks that's their sweet spot. It's just how we think about it. Okay? So the other thing that I was trying to change during this time, including, you know, changing every single thing around me, right, was changing myself. Okay? But not like in a good like self-help way. It was like I was trying to change who I was because I wasn't good enough, right? I had kind of this recurrent thought that like everybody else has it figured out and I'm the only one that doesn't, okay? And so I was constantly looking around at my partners or maybe my friends from residency and wondering how they figured it out and kind of wishing, you know, or kind of, you know, looking on at them at you know, in awe that, man, I wish I had my shit together like they did. (laughs) But I really had this thought that everybody else had their shit together. And then I did, I didn't, you know, because I wasn't good enough. 
And let me tell you the secret, that's another really shitty thought to have. Because whenever you think that you can't do something, or that you are not good enough, then your brain is going to try and prove you right, right? So also whenever you have thoughts like that, you're not getting into a mindset of trying to solve problems and improve, you know, in a good way. (laughs) So I would compare myself to other people. I would ask, you know, how many patients are you seeing every day? I'd try and look at other people's schedules thinking that they must know a secret that I didn't. (laughs) They must be better, you know, better at, at juggling all this. They must be doing a better job at this than me. And so I tried to be like other people. I tried to change who I was because who I was wasn't good enough. That's what, you know, deep down inside, that's kind of the underlying belief. I didn't realize I had that belief until I started this work. But, you know, having this thought of everybody else has it figured out and I don't, then there's like this silent implied because I'm not good enough. It's kind of what my brain fills in, right? And so you know, in trying to change myself, you know, I try to do what they did. I try to practice differently, which is never a good idea. Because it wasn't like a mentorship where you like try and be amazing like someone. It was like this desperate, anguished searching for the secret of life, right? Looking externally to figure out how to be good enough, right? I was trying to morph into another person's routine or into their life to fix my life, right? I was trying to do what other people did, take on their habits to fix how I felt. And, you know, now looking back on that, I know that their life would never be right for me because they're not me, right? I also know now that none of us truly has this figured out. (laughs) And it's just how much we believe in ourselves, right? It's how much we believe in ourselves and how much we believe that we are doing okay, right? Because if you have the belief that you're doing well, then none of the rest matters, right? If you have the belief that you are enough and you are doing enough and you're just as worthy as all those other guys or gals, then none of the rest matters, right? Enoughness or believing that you are enough is a choice. You have to decide that to experience it. No one else is ever going to convince you or show you that you are enough, okay? So I'm often, often asked, you know, when do I make a change then? Okay, I like to tell my clients that you can always make changes whenever you want. Just make sure that it's from the mindset that, you know, you're feeling this way because of the way that you're thinking, not because of the job, even though it really feels like the job in the moment. Okay, I know it does. I've been there. Okay, so know that if you're trying to change the world around you to change how you feel inside, it likely won't work because you still might have the same thoughts, okay? If you accept that your thinking 100% leads to your emotions and you aren't trying to blame others or blame your schedule or blame your job for how you feel, if you accept that and you're coming from a clean place and a clean mindset and you want to make a change because you want to change, go for it, right? But don't make a big change in anything because you think that that's the reason you're unhappy, right? And you want to change the way you feel. That being said, okay, say you want to make a change so you could take better care of yourself, okay? Maybe you want to take better care of your mental well-being. Well, then okay, that sounds like you're coming from a good place. Sounds like you like your reasons for that, right? 
If you like your reasons for changing, then do it. Make that change, okay? If this job just isn't the one that you feel like, you know, is the one for you, okay. But don't blame it for making you miserable day in and day out, okay? Because your interpretation of the things going on around you and or your burnout are the reason, you know, the way you're thinking about it are the reason you are having that day-to-day experience, okay? I like to think of my days, even whenever I have really bad days, you know, like I'm the only one that can make my day awesome. And you know what? I want to have a good time, even if it sucks. Like, even if like the world around me sucks, um, I know that I can still have a good time, right? Whenever all the shit's hitting the fan, you know, the clinic's running really behind or, you know, the EMR's down or whatever, like, you know what? We're just going to make the best of it, right? And I'm still going to have a good day. I'm not going to let this get me down. It's not my favorite. It's not what I would choose, (laughs) right? So don't make big changes for the wrong reasons of just trying to escape a feeling, okay? Do it because you want to and because you like your reasons behind it. So ask yourself, why is it that I want to make this big change? Is it because I am blaming something for how I feel, okay? Is it because I think that I will feel better there versus here? Because you won't. There is never better than here. Okay? You're living right now in the here. So make the make here better. Okay? So start asking yourself those deeper level questions. Start really examining your thoughts. Seeing if you see, if you have some of these shitty thoughts too. <laughs> I would imagine we all have a few of those, right? So see if you have a few of those floating around, okay? By writing them out every day. All right, so let me know how this goes. If this resonates with you, but you would like more help on figuring out what thoughts are shitty thoughts, you know, or what those thoughts are that are floating around your brain, come check out the Happy Gynecologist Group. This is the exact stuff that we work on, okay? And we'd love to have you. All right, have a great week, and I'll talk to you soon. All right, bye-bye. Thanks for joining me today on the Happy Gynecologist. If you have questions or comments, head on over to my website, coach-miles.com, or follow me on Instagram at coachmilesmd. I'd also love it if you left me a review on iTunes. See you next week.